This episode is about non-attachment, and even though you may have heard this practice before, there are experts who are much more knowledgeable than me on this subject. I learned about non-attachment through a variety of books, but one I want to recommend to you is Punished by Rewards by Alfie Cohn. The message of remaining detached from an outcome is one of many conversations the author has with you about expectations and outcomes. I would love for you to listen to it, so here is how you can. Go to audibletrial.com forward slash chicken mind nuggets. Here you can download the book for free and get a 30-day trial membership. If you like what you hear, then stay tuned for more book recommendations or browse Audible on your own and find your own path. Either way, you are bound to find something you like. Now on with the show. I took my husband out to dinner a while back, and I ordered my usual crab bucket with the sauce on the side, so I can savagely dip that crab into the butter without getting it onto the shell. I also ordered a lobster bucket because I always wanted to try theirs, and being from New England, lobster has a special place in my appetite. I didn't do anything out of the ordinary at the restaurant, and made a big mess as always. I am a messy person. I clean, and I believe in keeping a clean house, but put me in front of a bucket of crab, and I go to town like a thru-hiker on a resupply. I had the butter too close to the edge of the bar, and it spilled all over my pants. I then spilled the lobster juice from the lobster bag all over my pants. It got on the floor, my husband, and everywhere, to the point where the stranger sitting next to me laughed, and I told her this is actually a win of a day for me. I didn't think that the butter would come out of my pants after washing them, and it didn't. I ruined one of my only two pairs of pants, and I was attached to those pants because they were perfect. They held up through hiking working outdoors, working at my job, and they were the perfect fit. They never frayed, tore, nothing, and I loved them. I felt a sadness of stupid when I spilled the butter, but a weird sense of relief which I knew came from the practice of non-attachment. If I was truly attached to those pants, there would have been a sense of grief, anger, and maybe even crying overpants. There is a law called the law of impermanence, which states a very stoic and in-your-face truth about the world. Nothing lasts forever. You have heard it over and over, but you, like me, have clinged to objects because they give us a feeling and the loss of them is a loss to us, which is also a change of feeling. If you lose your car keys, you will look for them and be relieved when you find them and move on with your day. If you lose your dog, you have lost a part of your life that has given you a feeling, and now this feeling has changed. The keys will get lost. Your pasta will be eaten. Your house will need repair. Your favorite dress will somehow get damaged. Your shoes will get a hole in the bottom. Your gas tank will empty. Your body will die. Your dog will too. 
This is gloomy. I, I get it. And I will certainly express sadness and loss when some of the most important things in my life have passed on to their next stage. But just like the food you ate during your last meal, everything has an end and a next stage. We are conditioned to attachment since birth. The attachment theory was brought to the light in the 1950s by John Bowlby and has been studied extensively for the effects of how we relate to our early caregivers and to things throughout our life. We have to have attachment in our early lives because we need to bond with our mothers in the womb. When we are born, we depend on a level of attachment from our caregivers so they feel the need to take care of us because we are unable to do so. The level of attachment we feel towards our caregivers from the level of affection and nourishment we receive and perceive from a combination of nature and nurture creates a balance or imbalance of oxytocin and cortisol in our brains, which tells our bodies and minds that we are either being taken care of or there is something wrong. When we get older and get off our breastfeeding and diapers, we are still given things from the people who gave us life, so there is a level of attachment to those things. The things can be a present on our first birthday or a toy on our fifth Christmas, but the gift of a thing is similar to the gift of a thing of necessity, such as milk and holding when we are infants. We don't remember how we became attached or unattached when we were growing up, but as financially independent people in our later years, we equate the thing that we get to self-love and nourishment. The practice of detachment from things doesn't detach us from the past, but instead it gives us a freedom to remove ourselves from the feeling of need towards something that doesn't last forever, just like our mothers knew of us being babies and growing up. Of course not everyone has the same level of attachment to something. Children who have had levels of neglect growing up have different neurocircuitry in their amygdala, and the levels of stress that increase cortisol creates inflammation and stress-related diseases, which put children at a great disadvantage and who perceive life and events differently. I'm not just speaking from a scientific response. I am speaking from a relatable person position, as a grown-up who was a child of a bad environment, with levels of abuse which caused several social, physical, emotional, and mental ailments creating a basis for an autoimmune disease, high levels of stress, and a lifelong problem of healing from narcissistic abuse syndrome. As a result of this, I have had different levels of attachment throughout my life. But right now, I choose to be detached from what I know has an end, but have an attachment to what has a benefit. Here's an example. I love self-help and transformation. Obviously, or else I wouldn't have made this podcast. I love learning from stoicism, and I am attached to the benefits I have found from it, but I am detached from holding on to it because I know my beliefs can change. As the late Dr. Wayne Dyer once hilariously said to make a point about beliefs, if I say something on Monday, you can be absolutely sure that I will believe it on Wednesday, regardless of what happens on Tuesday. Have you ever caught yourself making a similar statement to your kids or to your own belief system? 
So what is the message in all of this? Be detached from what you know will end, but this doesn't mean you can't enjoy the benefits of what it brings to you now. I ordered a new pair of pants, and I'm going back to that restaurant to eat a new crab bucket. If I spill butter on them, I will have at least enjoyed wearing them and eating the crab. If you have enjoyed this podcast, please follow me on Twitter at MindChicken or visit ChickenMindNuggets.com.